Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Inside Connection. I'm Dr. Craig Martin, and we're coming live to you from Los Angeles tonight on this beautiful May 13. Venus went retrograde along with a couple of other planets that we're going to talk about tonight, and it feels like a pretty big deal because it only goes retrograde about once every two years, and it is going retrograde in Gemini, so it's making some very specific aspects to other planets that are out there, as well as we're still in the time of the coronavirus pandemic. So taking all of that into consideration, how does this Venus retrograde play into our lives and in specifically working with our specific charts? I want everybody to know that I'm here again with my lovely co-host, Christina Martin. Hi. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Excited to talk about some Venus retrograde today. I am currently wearing a silk uh, silk kimono to represent the beauty of this transit. Absolutely. Even before we got on the show, I noticed that, and I said, "Woohoo!" <laughs> little, a little, a little, a little beauty walked into the studio. So that was kind yeah. of fun. And as well, my lovely co-host is a Gemini, so we can talk yes. about how how Venus retrograde in Gemini affects Gemini's. One of the first things I did want to say before we jump into sort of meaning about this uh, retrograde is just talk briefly about why does it look like the planets go retrograde? And specifically, if you could just think about the sun for a second out there, like a little ball, a little ball, a tennis ball that's on fire, and then around it, the planets are orbiting. And specifically, when Venus goes retrograde, what's happening is, is that it's passing back between the sun and the earth. And as it comes around the sun and it goes between the sun and the earth, it looks like it's moving backwards because it looks like it's moving from left to right across the face of the sun. And occasionally, actually, Venus will literally go across the face of the sun when it retrogrades. So from the earth's point of view, we see like a tiny little pinhead black dot move across the disk of the sun. It's quite an interesting thing to see. But the technical, what's what would be the astronomy of Venus retrograde is is real. Venus is actually on its orbit going around the sun and getting ready to come on its transit between the sun and the earth. And that's what makes it look like it look like it's going backwards. So it's pretty fascinating that um, all astrological interpretations by and large, I'm not sure all, but I would say for me and my practice in particular, all, uh, all astrological interpretations are based on something that comes from reality in astronomy. So Venus retrograde is not just something we're making up. And Venus is obviously not really going backwards. It's an apparent going backwards. Something like if you were to be in a train and another train were to pass you, then in the faster train, you look like you're moving backwards. Or if you're standing at the ocean and you put your feet down in the sand and a wave starts rushing back into the ocean and your feet look like they're moving backwards going back up the beach. That's an apparent 
um, retrograde, an apparent backwards motion, because it has to do with the point of view. So for the point of view of the Earth, Venus went retrograde yesterday. It's moving backwards against the backdrop of the stars. And um, even though that's an apparent point of view, there is an astrological interpretation of that. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, again, with the apparent um, backwards motion, we kind of take off with that and we do a review. Retros, retrogrades are fantastic time to slow down and review what has gone on and analyze, consider, take consideration to um, all things Venus. We have a couple of the retrogrades we're going to talk about, but so far we'll start off with Venus. So, Venus is associated with uh, the things that you love. How do you love your values, art, creativity, all of those things, and relationships as well. So uh, relationships are always a big talk when Venus goes retrograde. It's, uh, you know, the review of relationships, your exes, all that. But um, we wanted to go a little deeper in this show rather than just talking about not going back to your ex. So... um, Another, uh, uh, we're talking about Gemini here, so we have to apply those two together. And Gemini is really fun and really playful. It's the air sign. So we, uh, we think that maybe it's time to look back at your childhood. I I feel perfect. Like one of the things that I've definitely noticed about Venus retrograde is what were the things you loved? You know, what were the things I loved? You know, I I made a a blanket fort with my son this weekend and climbed in there with him and kind of laid on some pillows and just giggled and laughed for like an hour. And I said to Mm -hmm. him, when I was a little boy, I did this. When I was a little boy, I made a blanket fort out of cardboard boxes, and my sister and I would go in there and bring snacks and laugh and talk and and hide (laughs) out. It was like our own, yeah. So being able to do something like that, I know several people are gardening. Um, There were some students in class this weekend that talked about gardening, and I know that you're gardening as well. Yes, of course. Yeah, I totally am playing in the dirt. It's just kind of about, it's a really fun, fun Venus, I think. It's just getting really creative, really playful, trying out new avenues, getting really imaginative too. That's building a fort or, you know coming up with wild stories and, you know, telling campfire stories, all that stuff. It's a lot of fun. I I think, yeah. How do we capitalize on this Venus retrograde is to be able to communicate first and also to bring some levity, some, just some like lifting us up out of some of the heaviness, you know, we're still able to socialize. We're still able to communicate. You know, we look around at the things that we can be grateful for. We can be grateful for our sense of humor. We can be grateful for, you know, for us to be able to laugh and laugh again. And I was in the grocery store and you know how, um, how difficult it's been to find like a dozen eggs or, you know, some things like that. Right. So I said, I said out loud while I was looking at the egg counter, I was like, wow, somebody is definitely, you know, like prodding the chickens, you know, like, <laughs> Somebody's definitely in some farm somewhere, you know, like giving the chickens electroshock and everybody, everybody around me laughed. They did. They laughed. And I said, I said out loud, you know, what's the nicest thing about wearing masks is you can see us all smiling through our eyes. Oh, very nice. Oh my gosh. Yes. I love that. You know what? 
that's a Gemini thing too. I totally think that, like for me, you know, I am a Gemini, but I can recognize other Geminis by eyes. Eyes are totally a giveaway. You know, where you're looking, who you're looking at, flitting around all the time. It's it's a telltale sign for sure. So that's nice. Yeah. It's very nice, you know, like, because you can see that people smile, right? They smile. They're smiling behind a mask, which is, you know, kind of weird, obviously. And at the same time, their eyes light up. You you and I were just talking about, you and I were just talking about staying young and smiling, you know, nothing could age you faster than lockdown and the coronavirus because heavy, heavy, heavy is not, you know, is not good for the soul. It's not good for the body. Comedies, comedies, comedies are strongly recommended at this time. You know, comedy, you know, if you're going to watch TV, you know, much better to watch, um, you know, reruns of Friends and Seinfeld than it is to watch Contagion. Yeah. You know, it's it's just not not where you necessarily need to come. Yeah, exactly. 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 This is not a Venus in Scorpio. This is a Venus in Gemini. And you know what I think about astrology? It's all here for a purpose. It's it's pointing the way to its purpose. We have a Venus retrograde. We have a Mars retrograde later on in this year that you and I will talk about when we get there. It's not until the end of the Mm -hmm. summer, but that's also a deep retrograde and a different retrograde than this one. And They're they're here for a reason. Like the movement, the movement of the planets is a mirror uh, for us, for mankind, of specific energies that we have an opportunity to harness. Yeah, I. You know what? I was actually thinking about that too. About how one of the um, things associated with Venus is value and money, and we talk about Taurus being ruled by Venus as well. So we are at the point now where a lot of us are unsure if a job is even going to happen again, if the same job that we had is going to be there. It's becoming less and less likely, at least not full-time what we thought it was. So I think it's a fantastic mirrored time to uh, take a look back at maybe the times in your life when you um, were struggling with money or what you did, review those times in which you had, you know, had to figure it out um, with what you own, with how, where your resources are coming from. Um, yeah. I think values is definitely an important thing about this Venus and being able to communicate what those values are. That's why it's in Gemini. So it's attached to mm-hmm. love, loving, loving, loving the self, you know, journal writing. Is, is an amazing thing we could all be doing right now. Um, mm-hmm. You know, any kind of dialogue, regular dialogue. I know I have clients that are, that have regular lockdown friends where they meet them say every morning at eight o'clock in the morning to go for that brisk one mile walk, you know, and in that one mile mm-hmm. walk, even though they're keeping, even though they're keeping feet apart, they're, they're still, um, talking they're talking i have a it's a it's a i have a great quote from one of those people where she said 
it doesn't really matter whether we meet and we're in a bad mood or whether we just want to crank or whether we just want to laugh or whether we just want to tell stories or whatever it is. By the time that walk is over, we feel better. Mm-hmm. And that's loving. That's loving. That's Well, you have to know that the Venus has been in Gemini already for a long time. And it's going to be in, it's right. going to be in Gemini for a lot longer because it has six weeks of retrograde and it'll be all the way back down to the beginning of Gemini. Then it's got to go direct. <laughs> so you know we're looking in total maybe at almost like fifteen weeks of uh, Venus in Gemini. That's quite a long bit of time for the goddess to be saying, "Lighten up, you know, talk, laugh, get it out, communicate. What's on your mind? Why are you feeling this way?" You know, how are you feeling here? Let me help you talk about it. And so I think the retrograde period is going to be about communicating um, how we feel. Mars, Mars just went into Pisces uh, last night. Right. Yes, exactly. So Mars went into Pisces, Venus went in retrograde in Gemini, and it can't possibly be about just everybody taking to their bong and their bottle. I think I think it I think it needs to be a lot more about something deep and meditative and communicative. Communicative, yeah. I think it's just it's just huge. It's just the number one thing. I love that quote from your friend. Um, Another interesting point too is this particular Venus is going to be squaring Neptune. Um, It already did actually once. I think about two weeks ago, um, and then it will again uh, next week, and then it will again at the end of July. So we have a couple hits of this, and with Venus square Neptune, there is definitely created juices. I like to go in that route, but there could be some, you know, disillusionment juicing happening there. There's a lot of moving parts. There's immutable energy, not fixed. Um, it's not cardinal. We're changing a lot. We're going and discovering new avenues. And it's kind of cloudy. It's kind of cloudy. I think that's kind of a cloudy transit. Yeah. You know, Venus multiple times of Venus and Venus squaring Neptune. For obviously the yeah. people who are listening who are not super versed in astrology, the planets make aspects to one another, meaning they make angle angular relationships to each other and. A square relationship is difficult, and customarily when you get a difficult square to Neptune, you end up with disillusionment, and that's what um, Christine is referring to there. I, 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 get, I was thinking about it while I was listening to you talk about it, and it, it did bring up like um, rose-colored glasses, you know, also yeah. rose-colored glasses. That, that yeah. that's kind of the image that I get because normally a Venus square is not going to be too difficult. Not you know it's not one right. of the more horrible um, kinds of square energy that we can have in astrology. But rose-colored glasses is not necessarily a good thing. So yeah, I've seen it already in my practice. A couple of people who have thought that they were getting involved in relationships and then um, kind of fizzled out and. Um, kind of withered before it really got a chance to get good roots because I think there were, there was, there, there, there's also a, um, a quarantine need to know that there are people there for us. So I totally understand that. And definitely people need to pay attention to, uh, you know, the reality 
behind relationships that they're in right now and what they might be putting on those relationships. A good advice, Venus retrograde, Venus retrograde square Neptune, you know, it's fun to play in, uh, you know, a, a fantasy world. It's certainly a lot of fun to play there, but you don't want to get hurt. Nobody wants to get hurt in a Venus retrograde. Right. Well, and luckily it is in, in Gemini and Neptune and Pisces. So those signs are changeable signs. So, you know, we're not expecting to stay here for a long time. Any decision that happens during Venus retrograde hopefully won't be too major of a decision, at least when it comes to relationships to your values. It's more of a time to just reflect um, and go soft and maybe have it in the back of your mind that it will change again. So um, I think it's important to note that. But I, I think that, you know, Neptune is a... It's all about connecting with people. So, again, a fantastic time to reach out. I think it's going to be a really big time for, like, online flirting, like so much flirt, flirting happening with Venus retrograde in Gemini. Sure, because as, as all things are moving forward in, in the lockdown, um, what's happening for large groups of people is that they're realizing that it isn't really going away anytime soon. Certainly, like the right. bar culture is not going to open up. You're not going to, you know, even if <laughs> yeah. you're in one of those, even if you're in one of those states where you're, you know, unlocking on the early side, you're definitely not meeting people in a crowded bar and you're not telling somebody, you know, let's go and meet at a coffee shop because it's not, it's not really, we're not there quite yet. Not in most places. Uh, and, and so, yeah, there's the, definitely Venus in Gemini online flirting she's good at that she's She's so good at that all those words the witty banter just just get out there and start talking she's she's mrs mazel yeah oh right exactly what a perfect representation the comedian the lovely comedian yeah it's a good archetype it's a good archetype for venus in 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 gemini the comedian yeah so we do have a call-in show, and if anybody wants to call in, you know the number is 213-943-3585. We'll be happy to talk about your chart. We'll be happy to hear your thoughts about the Venus retrograde. You could ask us how it's going to affect you individually. I did a whole class on Saturday with the advanced students about Venus retrograde and talked about their charts individually. And one of the things that really came out of that was was not only um, about the things we loved in the past, like blanket forts and gardening and, you know, other things, obviously class members talked about, but a couple of the other things that really were important were the way in which we loved in an old way, the way in which we loved in an old way. Right. So Hmm. one woman is quarantined with her college age kids. And Hmm. so she's having now to review what she initially jumped into, she initially jumped into, oh, my God, I'm so glad my kids are home. <laughs> and now that the retrograde is happening, right, and she's six weeks into having taking care of them again as a mom, um, mm-hmm. it's, not like, it's not like she's having animosity towards that necessarily, but she's definitely having to review, wait a minute, you know, they're not five, they're not even 15, you know, mm-hmm. so, so what am I doing? Like, what, what, and why am I doing this for so long? 
You know, why am I all of a sudden being thrown back into cooking and cleaning and doing the laundry for, for two adults? So um, <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a questioning. And I think that's what's important about Venus retrograde is it should create a questioning about these things. Yeah, exactly. I think so. A questioning for sure. I mean, it's healthy, I think, to not just blindly move forward. I mean, we're forced to be questioned during this time as is. So um, you know, it's the time now to take a look at the relationships that we have and the values that we have also. I think it's important, the values that we have. Yeah, that was one thing that came up in the class. And then, of course, we did talk about the possibility of uh, the the very old astrological interpretation of Venus retrograde, which is that old lovers return. People that you've mm. dated in the past You'll hear from them, and it could be friends also that we've had falling fallings out with. Mm. Um, and that you know the email will pop in, and you'll be like, "Oh my God, I haven't heard from that person in two years." And you know what are they looking for? You know, and what they're looking for is is this a place where I can return to? Right, Venus return. Can I return to this place and find love there? Right. So they're they're reaching back out to say, can I come back to this place and find love there? And you know, we need to take those um, those reaches very um, seriously before we say, oh my God, so and so, I really need to respond to that because we don't. We don't need to respond right. to that. I de- I I got an email from a few people. And definitely one person, I still haven't responded to it. And I'm questioning, do I really want to? Do I really need to? Is that something, you know, don't don't respond to it until you're certain that you want to. Because it's not really exactly. necessary to reopen doors just because something returns yeah. to you, you know? Right, right. Right. I have, I, I, it's funny, I have the same thing. I had a friend a best friend for probably 15 years, you know, growing up a teenage girlfriend, you know, went through college, all that stuff, and we had a really bad falling out. And she just, 10 years ago, we fell out, and she just reached back to me. So it's a question. Do I bring this person in? Why do they want to be back? Why do they, why are they thinking of me? What's all that going on? But for me, it's also been... uh, trying to discover within myself, is it going to be something that I want to even bring into my life? I've come to the conclusion I think it's actually going to be healing for me, so I'm going to move forward, but only with that with that thought. I don't want intention, to do anything. With that intention, yeah. Yeah, well, and as soon as you do establish that intention, then that's, uh, you know, where that, that's where you can operate from as long as you can hold yourself to it, right? Healing closure is different than, oh, my God, I missed you. Maybe this is an opportunity for us to make up, you know. So, yeah, no, it's 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 important. It's always really important to say, you know, um, do I want to open myself up to this energy again, even if it does return, even if it does return to me? What will it what what will it serve? What will it bring to me? And it causes us to review. That's the whole point. Exactly. Causes us to review the situation. So, again, this Venus retrograde is lasting for about six weeks. Christina probably has the exact day when it goes direct. 
And um, during that time, um, we're going to be working on this process, reviewing love life, reviewing what we loved, reviewing how we love, reviewing the way in which we love. Yeah, Goes exactly. Yeah, we have uh, up until June 25th. That's the day that it starts June 25 is again. a long time. June 25 is a yeah. long time. It's not even May 25. <laughs> so, you know, we, we've got... We've got a long retrograde process. And for those of you who do know astrology, um, uh, let's say, or more versed in astrology, it's going retrograde at 22 degrees Gemini, and it goes direct at 5 degrees Gemini. So those points are actually um, very important. Not that the whole retrograde period's not, but those are the stationary numbers. Um, 22 of, of mutable air and five degrees of mutable air. For those of you who might be uh, interested in working with Christina or I on a more personal level, talking to us about a reading, uh, you're certainly welcome to look us up and find us at Sage of Stars and sageofstars.com and Sage of Stars on Facebook and Twitter. Let's talk a little bit about the other retrograde planets and, and that we're kind of moving into a retrograde season. Um, yeah. I think I think I think Pluto went retrograde recently, and um, and Saturn, yeah. yeah. When did Pluto go retrograde? Beginning so Pluto of May? went retrograde. Uh, let's see, it was the twenty fifth of April. So uh, so within the last couple ago. of weeks. Yeah. yeah. So Pluto then, went uh, retrograde. Saturn's going retrograde. Jupiter's going retrograde. Yeah. And Venus exactly. is retrograde. Yeah, it's a lot. I mean, I I think there's even a slight overlap, isn't there, at the end of June? Don't we have a Mercury retrograde coming up? (laughs) We do. Oh, I didn't even catch that. Yes, correct. Oh, and Neptune as well. So, right. So by the time we go into, like, the, the beginning of July, July 1st, um, and the end of June, we're going to have a lot of retrograde energy. It's going to be a very serious summer of reviewing where we've been and how we got here, which makes a lot of sense. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. You know, I think we're re- I think we're reviewing that politically, you know, in, in the political arena, um, you know, regardless of which political persuasion that you're um you're a part of certainly this is a time for us to say you know how did we get here and do we like it and do we really want to continue in this direction and then um you know the venus retrograde again is keeping it conversational and keeping it so that it's not hiding um keeping it so that it's so okay. that the the energy is open i know even last night i i was able to have a talk here at home um, with my significant other. And my inner voice was very free. There was a like, don't be afraid. Just talk about what you want to talk about. You want to, you want to say this, you want to apologize or you want to, you want to, um, you know, express yourself in this way. Just do it. Just make it, make it easy. It doesn't have to be heavy. It could just be what it is. It doesn't have to be. And I think, I think retrograde Venus is giving us that chance to communicate in an open way without having to have it be so heavy. Yeah, I, which is really nice because everything else has been so, so heavy. So it's just perfect timing, truly, to be able to take a deep breath and think that it's not that bad. Talk to somebody is really, really helpful. 
three major planets in, in Capricorn, Pluto, Saturn, and Jupiter, and the retrograde Venus in Gemini sounds like career counseling to me. That, that, that sounds like career counseling. Like, you know, I mean, it's, you know, whatever. I've been doing this for a really long time. And when you, you Capricorn rules career and our outward projection in the world and Venus is about communication and, what better time for people to be, you know, really refocusing on what it is that they want to do for service in the world. This is even, even though you might have an immediate anxious feeling about your finances, that does not mean this isn't a good time to plan for your future. Um, yeah, absolutely. I was even thinking of the idea of like, um, of like some sort of like, having a conversation with your money, with your with your resources that you have. I mean, sitting down and talking it out. I don't, you know, I don't know exactly what that looks like, but just some sort of communication back and forth with what you have going on. And, again, also with the um, avenues that we desire. It's Venus. So what ideas are you loving right now? Can you follow those through? Yeah. So like I said, again, and what you were just saying, like, where can we put our focus? Where can we put our self-communication? How can we um, take this time, this opportunity? Yeah. Even if we're worried about finances, that doesn't mean anything's changing anytime soon. So what are we doing with our energy? What kind of creative outflow? How are we talking to people and how are we making ourselves heard and seen uh, to others and also to ourself. Right. Uh, you've been listening to the Inside Connection. I am Dr. Craig Martin. We're always really glad to have you here on the show and here with Christina Martin. Thank you so much for listening. We are so happy to have you here. We'll see you here next week on Wednesday, 6 p.m. Pacific Time. And remember, we will hug again. Good night. Mm -hmm. Good night.